Bah! Whoa. Whoop. Whoops. <laughs> I broke it, folks. Oh, he fixed it, folks. I was ready to just do the whole podcast like a newscaster. We are live here. Coming to you live at the scene. Welcome to uh, Fantasy World. This is Earth Kingdom Radio, live from Omashu. A cabbage merchant tried to enter the city with rotten cabbages. Why is your newscaster voice so nerdy? Why is every voice that you do so nerdy? (laughs) Hey, no. I wonder what the common denominator is. (laughs) I'm going to do my least nerdy voice. Do your least nerdy voice, please. Can Can I have some voice coach tips? Uh, you need to... Uh, go back in time and delete the part of your life where you ever read Homestuck. Or um, done. When you didn't you like make robots for fighting or something? <laughs> That's the worst idea ever to get your high school class to make robots to fight each other. Because <laughs> the if you want your robot to be to be effective against like puncturing metal. By the time you can destroy a robot with a robot, it can destroy a human easily. It can destroy so, you. If your robot can defeat another robot, you've already gone too far. <laughs> oh my God! Welcome to uh, Avatar, the podcaster, podcabagers, not related to the uh, film threats, <laughs> facts. No, that's we a got, different podcast. We got, uh, my name's Noah here. This here is Summer. No, we, wait, you're introducing me. This is Summer. No. I'm introducing her. Don't. Here's, here she is. No. Uh, we have. Stop. Um, we're, we're talking a lot about uh, Avatar. Um, your very favorite one and only everything shit. You you were doing a much better job. Job. It's French now. Welcome to my... Ca- po- to appeal to all our Canadian listeners. Welcome to my pod, Gabbages. My name is... No... <laughs> what are you doing? Hello, and welcome to my pod, Gabbages. My name is Noah Geist, and this here is... Summer. Um, we don't have anything to do with any movies. Um, there was never a movie made about this show, unfortunately. Um, maybe or we'll... any movie with the same name. Uh, Avatar. There was one, but it was about blue people. And like an internet tree or something. Mm. I'm going to start by saying, like, I know who Dave Filoni is. Because I looked him up later and I, I just see that fucking cowboy hat everywhere. I'm pretty sure he was the he was the original model for the cowboy emoji, and he did Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and he he had a bigger part in Star Wars Rebels because he actually created Star Wars Rebels. Oh shit! And so he, yeah, he, he did just do a, a good thing. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to hear some good trivia? Um, here's a trivia. Okay. Uh, Dave Filoni is probably 
He's probably the uh, like a prime example of big dick energy. I know it's probably overdone at this point. Is that all you had to say? Just that um, he had big dick energy? Yeah, because like just why just having a cowboy hat where you have like pretty much like an office kind of job. I don't know. A cowboy hat in an office setting seems a little bit compensate to me, if I'm just being honest. Seems like you have small dick energy and you are presenting a cowboy hat on your head. Like you you don't do like anything physical at all. <laughs> what are you saying? Like no cowboy activities, no roping, yeah, no you ranging. Yeah, like for no to have a cowboy hat and like have zero relation to cowboys at all. I feel like that's bad. Uh, here's some actually decent trivia. Oh, you're gonna hear a lot of jingling and jangling on this episode because oh. I got a bell on my phone now. Um, here's some facts. Something that we haven't really talked about yet, which I feel like we just should cover. The um, benders in the opening sequence. Do you know mm-hmm. who they all are? Water is is old man uh, North Bender. Wow, old you, man you already North knew Bender. this. I'm surprised. His um, name is Paku. Paku. Uh, he's the person who does teach Aang and Katara waterbending at the Northern Water Tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, this dude only teaches dudes. We'll or, get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. But I just, that's like, <laughs> fuck him. Anyway, also spoilers, but he's... Kana's ex-fiance. Ooh. And a member of Iro's Gamer Club. Ooh. Again, we'll we'll get into this later, but he is a significant person in the story. Um, if you're a gamer, it's called a clan. Uh, the Firebender. Do you know who that is? That's uh, the fire girl that we don't know about yet. Well, we don't know about any of these people yet. It's Azula. Uh, arguably my very favorite character in this series. She's super problematic, but I relate to her a lot, which is which is bad. It's probably <laughs> bad. Um, then the Earthbender, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, no. Although you're you're you the got boulder. you have some yeah. yeah you have some knowledge that I didn't expect you to have. Okay. Everyone thinks it's that guy, but it's not. It's not. No. Who is it? So this was the last um person to be revealed in the opening. Uh, his name is sued does that ring any bells absolutely not he is in the show but it's in one of the like way late 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 episodes like almost towards the very end okay um he is only in one episode in a flashback and he's the guy who taught roku earthbending that's a deep cut yeah i mean you gotta put like any of the notable earthbenders in the show but they didn't. later on. I think the reason that they didn't, well, there's one that I wish that they would have used, but I guess just like height-wise didn't like match the, up. By the silhouette, <laughs> yeah. you would be kind of like- It's very Ooh. obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down a lot of fun little facts about Sood, but then I was like, you know what? I'll just save those for that episode. So fun little tease there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the airbender. Is it just Aang? Uh, so this one is weird because apparently, like, it hasn't been confirmed canon-wise. Oh. No one really knows. It, all it says on the wiki is just an airbending nomad. But and everyone just assumes it's older Aang. Okay. That's what it looks like. Like, both of the but, shows, both shows are over and we still yeah, don't really know, I it's, guess. It said, like, oh, the the... So far, the last to be revealed is the Earthbender. And it's like, mm-hmm. so far, like, when are they going <laughs> to say anything? 
<laughs> but I mean, like the earth or excuse me, the, the airbending silhouette is very ambiguous. It could be any airbender. That's true because they all just, they, they look the same. Bald. I'm glad you had a little extra trivia today because I, I didn't have that much because I want to try to save some stuff. Okay. Um, but one final thing that I wanted to share was that um, Commander Zhao was based on an actual character that is in something else. Any ideas? Um, no, because he could be based off of anything yeah. because he's like a blank slate of a character. That is very Just true. Just a general mean man. Um, he's actually based on Colonel uh, Tavington from The Patriot. Oh, that... <laughs> Yeah, that guy who shows up in I showed Noah uh, just apropos of nothing showed him mm-hmm. this <laughs> clip from the Patriot right before we started recording. Like, hey, just which, for no reason, let's watch this clip. Which, the guy that's played by Jude Law. I don't think so. Jude Law is is Magneto, isn't he? Young Magneto. I could no, be, I don't know actors. No, that's Phil from the Americans. That what you're saying. Phil from the? Okay, look, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's a he's an artificial intelligence. He's the sex robot. Wait, Jude Law isn't a real person. They just created him for TV. I mean, that's also true. (laughs) But he was also a sex robot in artificial intelligence. Oh, Mm. okay. This is all. He was the dad from Hugo. I don't know. That's very not memorable. What a very not memorable movie. Um. (laughs) Anyway, you know, he was Colonel Tavington, Zhao was, okay. based on. That's Ima- all. Okay. Imagine Ewan McGregor and just kind of smooth him out. And then, <laughs> then you get Jude Law. Let's go ahead and jive into the synopsis. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a verb. jump and then I was going to say dive. <laughs> and we, and we arrived at jive. Uh, the gang arrives at Amashu. Uh, they're very excited to see buildings that don't melt, Katara and Sokka are, mm-hmm. <laughs> which they have already seen buildings that don't melt, but Katara suggests that maybe they should be disguised this time so that they don't create the same situation that they were in uh, on Kyoshi Island. And Aang's like, I can't just grow a beard, but then he does. He does. Does oh, wait, he have a beard? It's just a mustache. It's just a big-ass mustache. And a big uh, head of hair that mm-hmm. he also makes with Appa's hair. Mm-hmm. And then they start to walk up to the gates of the city, and Aang assures them, oh, no, no, it's a friendly city. You don't need to be on edge or anything. And as he's saying this, uh, we see the cabbage guy for the first time at last. The cabbage guy? He's bringing in rotten cabbages. Well, he's just doing his best. He's bringing what he has. He's bringing in bad cabbages. Um, and the guards are uh, offended by this, essentially, and they toss his cabbages into the void with a little earthbending trick. This this whole city is like on a weird, like peak of a very steep mountain or something. Yeah, it's weird that uh, the earthbenders that love rocks would build their city up on a big rock. I don't know if that... (laughs) Uh, They do approach the guards. Aang gives them the old one-two. He doesn't beat anyone anyone up. He just uses his old man, angry Republican voice to Mm -hmm. tell them that he deserves to be (laughs) inside the city. He just wants to speak to the manager of the city. He introduces himself as 
Bonzu Pippin Padelopsicopolis the third. Oh. And as if that were a normal name for a human to have, um, they just kind of accept this and open up the gates to let them in. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad TSA. They don't let the cabbage guy in and like throw out his food. And then for these people, they just kind of like, just kind of question them. Like, you seem like a responsible lady. You seem like a strong man. Maybe they just have something against cabbages. Maybe this cabbage guy is just cursed. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he'll have good luck for the rest of the show. We'll see. As they're entering the city, one of the guards stops them and we get a little ominous, like something bad is going to happen. And then he's like, you, you look like a strapping young gentleman. Why aren't you helping this old man with his luggage? And uh, Ng's like, yeah, great idea. And he throws all his stuff at Sokka. As the gates are sort of sliding closed, uh, Momo's ears pop out of the top of Aang's fake head of hair and looks very much like Aang just has weird little animal ears and the guards are, they don't really have time to process what they're seeing before the Mm -hmm. gates just close up again. So they're just left with a thousand questions. Um, At this point in the wiki, Aang, Sokka, and Katara are referred to as a threesome, which I did not like in this uh, yeah, in this context, I do not endorse this verbiage. And then we just cut to Aang bringing them up to the delivery system of the city, mm-hmm. just for no reason. Like, they're, they're just like, okay, we're going to check out the <laughs> delivery system now, yeah. I guess. So Aang is explaining how this whole delivery kind of mail shoot system sort of works. And Sokka is just like, oh, so they get their mail on time. And Aang's like, yeah, they do get their mail on time. Like, he's like, yeah, it's a great system. It does have a functional city infrastructure. And Sokka's being like, he's like the libertarian of the show. He's the show's Ron Swanson, hmm. where it's kind of like, he doesn't really deliver the messages and values of the show, but... <laughs> he's there kind of as like a devil's advocate. Yeah, for like those one-liners and those memes that libertarians are gonna make of the show i just love meat so yeah Sokka's Mm -hmm. just unimpressed with the postal service and he thinks it should be abolished and the band probably too (coughs) and at this point i just want to mention that when i was making my notes my computer kept auto-correcting Sokka to sock so there's a flashback sequence with ang and his old friend boomy this little sprout of a child Sprout? What's the word I'm looking for? Spry little boy. Mm-hmm. A little rascal. Yeah. He definitely looks like like a shit boy. A shit boy. He can be best described as a shit boy. Like if you see this boy. That guy is rolling in shit. He's rolling in shit. He's going to do some shit. He's, he's getting gonna into cause shit. shit. He's getting into shit. That's a classic shit boy. He's just shit posting. <laughs> he shits shit like a regular person. <laughs> But Aang loves him. Yeah, in this flashback sequence, they're just kind of having a good time uh, sliding down the chutes like mm-hmm. any normal kid would do yeah. as soon as they saw this system. It's like the extreme version of like riding in like a little dumbwaiter. Of course, that's the first thing that you want to do of when course. you see that. You just want to get in it and go. 
And then sort of at the end of the flashback, Boomy's like, you need to keep your mind open to the possibilities. And Aang's like, Boomy, you're a mad genius. I don't know why I mentioned that. It's not like it has anything to do with the rest of the plot. Yeah, and then Boomy, the the shit boy, just starts laughing. It's like, <laughs> that wasn't even important. Well, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> or was it? So they do do a slip and slide back in Katara land. Or a rock slide. Ooh. A rock and slip. Aang uses rock slide. They start all the way at the top of the city, and then they just kind of go twisting and turning very quickly down mm-hmm. through the city. They're flying down the chutes a little too fast, and Guitara wants to slow down and suggests that they could use airbending, and Aang's like, great, we can use that to speed up, and they're just going even faster, and it looks hella dangerous. And then off to their right, like a parallel chute that's right next to them downslides this cart that's just... <laughs> is full of like glistening sharp spears pointed directly Mm -hmm. in the direction that would kill someone if it were behind them. I'm pretty sure that it's just like a spear delivery kind of thing, but it's not angled in the way. Angled? It's angled in the way that you'd think that this is just like some sort of attack block. (laughs) That's like... Like that like automatic. It's put here intentionally to kill <laughs> like, someone who's on the shoots. Like it automatically deploys <laughs> when like there's like an intruder. 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 But Aang is able to airbend them off of the shoots, and now they're just going on the rooftops, mm-hmm. and they're just flying around the city. It's like I think I think it would be really good with like that that Ferris Bueller ska song, <laughs> where it's like the. Doo, 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 doo. This cart seems to have a lot of like uh, a built up kinetic energy, I guess. It's Mm -hmm. just going like it's extremely Newton's law. Just going. Yeah. Newton's law. Just going. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, they do run into the cabbage guy Mm -hmm. on their on this little adventure. They end uh, their 80s montage. Fully realizing the cabbage guy joke slash meme. One last thing about the carts. These cart things, these mail shoot things, reminded me of that weird analog roller coaster that we went to in Tennessee. Oh my God. Which I was, forgot about this thing. <laughs> this fucking death coaster that I cannot like, believe we got in. I've been in many close calls, sliding in icy traffic and collisions and standing very, very close to jet engines. But this is very, this is truly the closest that I've ever felt to death. Oh my God. Being on this weird ass, like electricless roller coaster. Did you look up what Tennessee. it was, what it was by any um, chance? It's the, the Smoky Mountain Alpine Coaster in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. I think you had to like, there was like, there were signs when you were getting on that were like, just so you know, this might not end well. You can't, the way that the, that the roller coaster works is that they, they kind of, the only mechanical part, they kind of crawl you up there. And it's like, it's just a two-seater, small little cart, and all you can do is just brake. The only thing you can you do have, is slow down. You have control over the brakes, and that's it. And but you just kind of goes down the mountain. The implication is that you could just not brake, right? Yeah. Like, you could just not brake, and you wouldn't die, right? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. 
wrong. Your life is in your hands because mm-hmm. there are other people on this roller coaster. And, and if you don't stop, you will run into them. Yeah. If you if someone gets really scared and they just decide to completely break and stop, then there's nothing stopping you from ramming into another stopped cart at 27 miles per hour. I don't remember any like safety nets there. No. Or like guardrails. Nothing. It was it was just a track. It was in the middle of the woods too. It was it in was the like, middle of the woods. It was on like on the side of a mountain and you just Is this in Tennessee? In Tennessee. So if you ever take a little trip to Tennessee, definitely go check out this coaster. Anywhere if around Pigeon Forge. Try out this weird ass analog roller coaster. <laughs> if you do this, please don't say that we told you to. So they run into the cabbage cart guy. And I'm just thinking this guy like had his whole cart like kind of knocked off, knocked off the mountain. You're right. This guy is a cabbage god. He immediately has an entire, an overflowing cart of cabbages already within maybe like, like a few hours at most. Where is he getting these cabbages? He he tried like another entrance or maybe he bribed the guards (laughs) to get in. I think he must be like some kind of a spirit. Yeah. (laughs) Cabbage spirit. The guards bring them into the king's uh, area, arena, throne room, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And they're bring, being brought up on charges of vandalism, traveling under false pretenses, and malicious destruction of cabbages. Again, something fishy mm-hmm. about this. How do they already have a law about destroying cabbages? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> There's clones of these cabbage people everywhere. This Cabbage person is actually killed every time <laughs> and is constantly being recloned. The cabbages are with his horcruxes. <laughs> I kept getting distracted when I was making my notes by the Big Bang Theory background on the wiki that was <laughs> featured today for some reason. This quirky king decides instead of punishing these uh, felons that he's going to just throw them a feast instead, which is praxis in this my opinion. This is like the like the third quirky old man in the series. We love a quirky old man. We got Iroh. We got... Um, <laughs> That's it. Gyoza. Gyatso. 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 We got Iroh. We got Gyatso. And then we have this king character. Yeah, I'm sure there's a couple of others that we just don't see, but they're probably in the world somewhere. (laughs) At the feast, we find out for the first time that Aang doesn't eat meat, which is fun. Mm -hmm. I like to see that personally. And the king is like, oh, I bet you like meat. And he just kind of like shoves meat in Sokka's mouth. And I'm just thinking like Sokka seems very readable in this episode. Yeah. It's like, oh, you seem like a strapping man. You seem like someone who would like meat. You seem like someone who hates the postal service for Mm. some reason. (laughs) Boomy's trying to trap them into sort of admitting to whom they are. And Aang says, no, 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 I'm from Kangaroo Island. Uh, I wanted to point out quickly, kangaroo, another normal animal. That's true, another normal animal. Uh, And Boomy is just fucking slinging puns. All over mm-hmm. the place in this scene. Or just in general. He's mm-hmm. a he's a pun meister. Yeah. Gotta get him on the show. And Boomy, get on, <laughs> come on pod cabbages. Sokka seems to be the only person who thinks this is funny. Finally, Sokka has a good opinion. <laughs> but then Boomy throws a drumstick at Aang, who 
reveals his airbender identity accidentally by sort of catching it in a little air bubble. Mm-hmm. In his vegetarian instincts, he like <laughs> avoids touching the meat. By the way, Boomy is like decked out in rings like of every color. He's mm-hmm. like fucking quoth with all these rings that probably mean something I'll never learn. Every finger has a little colorful ring on it. Does it mean anything? Who knows? Find out in book three that'll never be released. They try to slip away by sort of playing their avatar card, but they're detained. And then Boomy's like, no, 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 you got to pass my challenges or whatever. And Aang's like, that's some weird riddle boy bullshit. And he can't say anything, though, because they bring them into uh, sort of a detainment chamber where... uh, um, they did, they mentioned, they have like a little discourse like, oh, which chamber do we want to bring them to? Like the good chamber, the bad chamber, the refurbished chamber. And I was thinking they probably did this because they wanted to put them in the bad chamber, but they also didn't want to establish Boomy as like a bad guy. They get into the chamber and they're all kind of confused. There's no doors to this chamber and the ways that people get in and out is that people kind of just earthbend their way through they just kind of slide the walls open and close which makes me think like how the how secure these prisons are sort of when you can just kind of earth bend them open that's true if you're an earth bender it's not really useful i just had like like an image in my mind like throughout every chamber there's just like an earth bender just kind of with their hands out just trying to make sure that like that the walls aren't moving (laughs) and if anyone tries to move the walls open they just kind of just they just kind of hold it they they're trying to get appa to save them who is just kind of way out there he never gets into a mashu because he's just so big that's true i didn't realize or I, I guess i just never thought about how they didn't bring appa in they just bring his fur in that's all they can get they're trying to get momo through the air vents but he can't because momo was actually part of the feast and has momo has become bode bode mo omashu become bode Aang wakes up and his uh, friends Hermione and Ron are missing. Uh, Robert Pattinson tells him to swim to the bottom of the lake where he will face the Dark Lord. You're really, can I talk about the five second scene when the guard is getting Aang's staff, when the guard asks for him or him staff? Sure. <clears throat> Aang and Sokka and Katara all go to sleep. Aang wakes up in the middle of the night. A guard is there. And he's like, we're ready for the first challenge. Give me your staff. And this is the longest note that I've ever made. (laughs) When the guard asks for Aang's staff, Aang hands it over in the most dramatic way possible. He doesn't just reach over and bend over, like just picks up his staff from the floor. He like pulls it towards him with his foot. Oh, (laughs) immersive. He pulls it towards him with his foot. And so the staff kind of rolls over and it like lifts a little bit, hooks, he very quickly hooks his foot under the staff up from the ground with his foot. Now that the staff is flinged up into the air, he should just grab it. No, he just kind of lets the staff fall back down, bounces the staff with his heel up, and then he grabs it. He should just hand it to him. No, he just like twirls it like super fast and like really angrily for no reason. Angrily. Angrily. And then he's like holding the staff with both hands, gently tosses the staff over. And I time this and this happens within like 3.8 seconds that he does this whole 
fancy move just to hand over his staff. I just want everyone to know at home that <laughs> I did drop my vape pen while Noah began this story and reenacted this whole scene uh, flawlessly. It was incredible. Thanks. Those Bagua lessons are really helping. Aang is brought out and sort of told the rules of the game, and Aang is disinclined to acquiesce to Bumi's request. So Bumi puts the Genomite rings on Sokka and Katara's fingers, saying, oh, these are some rock rings that are just going to keep growing until you are done, and then I can release them. But uh, until that point, they're just going to be slowly encased in rock. And then they'll be in little rock cocoons. Thanks, Neil. You're welcome. The first challenge is to retrieve a key that's hanging inside of a waterfall. Seems pretty straightforward, but it seems like the water pressure is just a little too strong for him to just jump in, and he can't really climb up the ladder to get it There's either. There's a ladder conveniently placed. Um, and Boomy starts taunting him like, oh, you're so creative. Your ideas are so unique and ingenuinative. Aang is like, oh, well, fine, I will do something fun. So he pops off the tip of a stalagmite, uses it to slice through the waterfall, spear the key to the wall above Boomy's head. I'm very impressed because, like, that stalagmite looks like it could have weighed, like, 30 pounds or something. He's very strong. For the second challenge, Aang has to steal a golden egg from a dragon. But it's oops all rabbits. <laughs> the egg is a rabbit and the dragon is a rabbit. <laughs> Man, that's my favorite flavor of trick cereal. <laughs> Just silly rabbits, rabbits, all rabbits. <laughs> At this point in the show, I'm starting to, to suspect that this show does not go by like the hybrid only rules that I thought it did. This rabbit also has very long ears and that's like its only weird thing. Um, that could have led Ng to believe this was Flopsy, the rabbit he was supposed to retrieve. However, the giant gorilla rabbit that was chasing him around was Flopsy. It's very terrifying. The third challenge, Boomy is like, oh, look at these fine uh, earthbenders, probably, or just warriors or something. They just look strong, don't they? They've he got bring, weapons. He brings out an incel and he brings out a chad. Okay. Uh, then he's like, he's like, point to someone and that's who you will battle. And Aang, at this point, he's starting to realize, oh, I got to think outside the box, huh? I can point to anyone and then I can battle them, right? And he's like, hmm. And I'm like, point to Sokka, please. Yeah. Just point, please point to Sokka. He's in a rock. <laughs> he can barely even stand. <laughs> but no, he points to Boomy, and Boomy's like, Palpatine voice, wrong choice. I am Omashu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We find out that Boomy is an elder Chad. He's swole. He derobes, and we see that he is an elder Chad, I suppose, if that's what you want to say. It's more of a Yoda move. This is the first time we really see earthbending for the first time. Um, this is a fighting style based on the real-life martial art of Hung Har Kuen. I wish I spoke this language so I could say that properly. I'm probably butchering it, but I did find a video of this particular martial art on YouTube, and um, it does look... Very silly in real life also. Uh, I would even go so far as to say it looks more silly in real life. And I would encourage anybody uh, who's interested to go ahead and just Google Hung Har Quinn and take a look at this this uh, earthbending fight fighting style in real life. Because holy shit, it is something else. How do you fight with it? The video that I watched, this gentleman that was 
demonstrating this spent, I kid you not, like the first half of this 10-minute video just preparing, just he was just stancing and he was making these like the magician style, like hand magic motions. Or with Naruto his, style. I If you watch Naruto. Guess. What, what is the technique supposed to do? Is it's, it, just, it looks extremely stable, I will say. Okay. You could not knock that boy over with a pail of water. But then after watching this video, my sidebar got really confused because I had just been looking up uh, Patriot clips and some obscure 90s kung fu videos and i got some really weird recommendations (laughs) so in this battle there's lots of rocks flying around big rock chunks ang looks terrified as he should and he's mostly just evading just running around flying around trying to get out of the way of these huge massive chunks of rock which uh boomy points out like oh very predictable of you to to be evading you see the king of Omashu kind of like moving around and it looks like he's got like his hands like really close to his hips and like his, he's just doing like small little steps and stuff. And he's, he looks like he's doing like the every night I think of you sort of meme dance. <laughs> he pulls out this huge chunk of rock that's containing like the entrance to this cave area also and throws it at Aang who, um, have you ever... Noah, have you ever been in like a private hot tub or like a small pool outside of someone's home um, with your friends and just walked you very- put your, your You put your swimsuit under the jet and then it makes your swimsuit like look really poofy and big. Something else. Okay. You walk very quickly in one direction with your friends in a circle around mm-hmm. the water area and it creates yeah it creates like a little whirlpool like one of those uh just sort of pools that you could just put out on a lawn yeah yeah um love those that's what ang does in this this moment of terror that he experiences he just runs in a circle (laughs) really fast he panics and starts running in circles and creates a literal tornado Mm -hmm. and this big rock that Bumi just threw at him sort of circles back and uh flies right back at him and Boomy seems to catch it at the last minute, but Aang is able to pin Boomy um, to the to the wall, essentially. And Aang is like using like this diversion tactic kind of thing, where he's he's throwing, he's like redirecting this rock towards Boomy, and then like Boomy's like splitting it in half, and like there's all this dust, and then Aang is like, I'm gonna jump out from the dust and like get him really quick before he knows it. And he's like screaming the whole time. <laughs> he gets him pinned to the wall and then uh, Boomy does have a big rock over his head. But he concedes like, yeah, I guess like as best as you can do, you did beat me. If it ends in a draw, I guess you win because I technically can't lose. <laughs> and then Boomy just like phases into the ground mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's what you can do when you control rock. <laughs> he does a trust fall with the earth. <laughs> And he does a trust fall with the earth and the earth doesn't catch him. He does the Terry Pratchett definition of flying. What do you mean? I don't know if it's Terry Pratchett or uh, John Adams. John Quincy Adams. No, (laughs) Douglas Adams. He does the technical definition of flying as reference from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. All you have to do is just throw yourself at the ground and miss. So they all regroup up where Sokka and Katara are. 
on top of the sort of entrance, the rock area. Um, instead of releasing Sokka and Katara, Boomy pulls a fucking Rumpelstiltskin. Say my name, say my name. In order to save your friends, say, baby, you want them. Uh, and the gang starts brainstorming, trying to figure out if the trials had anything to do with it. Sokka suggests Rocky. <coughs> and thinking about how all of the challenges required him to think outside of the box, realizes uh, that it's Boomy. And I just realized I've been saying his name this whole episode. It's Boomy, his old zany mad genius friend. This is the shit boy. <laughs> Boomy releases Katara and Sokka and admits that the genomite is actually just rock candy. They want to know what the hell Boomy's problem is. <laughs> hey, man, what's your problem? What the fuck is what up the, with this? What's your fucking problem? Boomy just wanted to help Aang uh, remember to stay on his toes, as it were. Um, he just wants to Aang, he wants Aang to remember that uh, it's important to think like a mad genius. They all do a slide together, mm-hmm. like the old times. You don't ever see Katara and Sokka's reaction to this. Like, Aang was like, oh, it was Boomy. Ah, that was such a fun time. Ah, that's great. I love you. Oh, and they run into the cabbage guy. They crash into the merchant's cart for the third time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a cabbage incident of three parts. Yeah. The third cabbage incident was the greatest cabbage incident of the three, wrapping the others inside of itself. <laughs> Much like a cabbage. <laughs> that was the episode... That was the whole thing. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah, I, I liked I it. I really liked this episode. Mm-hmm. Despite there not being any Zuko or Iroh in this episode at all, it was still very good. I think the humor landed a lot well. Weller. <laughs> Character stuff. How would Boomy describe himself? Athletic, original, social, friendly, misunderstood, independent, girly, or wild? So many of those things. The Probably original uh, at the top, though. Okay, yeah, original, definitely. Um, does Boomy like to talk to others? Yes. Yeah. Where's you refuge? <laughs> it says, where's you refugee? But I'm pretty sure <laughs> it, it means, where's your refuge? <laughs> Home, the gym, outside. Song lyrics, the internet, his bed, any store, or his friend's house. The gym. Yeah. Which band would Boomy listen to? The Beatles, ACDC, Panic at the Disco, Green Day, Five Seconds of Summer, Nirvana, 21 Pilots, or Alt-J? Which one is like the line and then the dash and then the slash? Either 21 Pilots or Alt-J or Fleetwood Mac. Probably the Beatles. Yeah, Boomy's a Beatles boy, which is funnier. We have a collection of sort of just memeish, kind of funny, fun images that you'd find around on the internet. Um, the first one is just a picture of a face of Justin Bieber, and you see Suzanne from Orange is the New Black in the background. Uh, the second one what? is, it looks like sort of generic textbook drawings and you see labels for one of them that says in like comic sans you see good boy and he's got scripture good music your thoughts and then you see a bad boy who's a brunette and his hair is parted parted the other way and it says pornography violence rock music boy this is really great podcasting material isn't it yeah just this one's just a picture of that one girl from parks and rec let me just look at them i'm gonna pick this one that says i don't know enchanted forest garden path emerald breeze who cares it's a fucking paint color i was supposed to be a novelist not doing this crap it's light green gary light fucking green it's like one of those little paint swatch things 
Home Depot or something. What would Boomy's favorite book be? Wonder, Catching Fire, Goosebumps Horrorland, City of Bees? <laughs> Divergent, Twilight, Water for Elephants, or Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows? Definitely the Goosebumps book. Yeah. Um, Boomy, chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Um, is Boomy an introvert? No. No. Um, would Boomy like cake or pie? This is kind of a tough one. Pie. Pie? He would have a pie on his birthday. Um, what's Boomy's favorite season? Spring. Um, would Boomy use a Mac or a PC? PC. But Mac's lo- Mac's whole thing is think different. Boomy wants something he can use. This show is recorded on a Mac. Um, which shoes? Let's do sandals. Advertisement. <laughs> this podcast episode is sponsored by Suave. Here's Boomy's aesthetic. <laughs> Boomy is athletic aesthetic. You love the feeling of being fit. Yeah. You get a high when you exercise. You probably shop for new athletic stuff on a daily. Nike, leggings, running. Just running? <laughs> running. Pick a party song for Aang. Closer by Tegan and Sarah. Kiss by Prince. Don't Save Me by Haim. We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus. Get Crazy by LMFAO. Dancing on My Own by Robin. Somebody Loves You by Betty Who. Bye 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 by NSYNC or Beyonce. Just Beyonce. Dancing on My Own by Robin because... He's the last airbender and he's just dancing on his own. I'm going to ask you to pick a color. Okay. Light blue, camo, white, yellow, purple camo, (laughs) dark blue, purple, red, or old school. (laughs) Old school? (laughs) What's your favorite color? Old school. Like sepia? You know, old school. trust me. I don't want to give it away. So I had to adjust the question a little. (laughs) So can I, can I look at it or I'm not allowed to look at it? Not this one. So I have to visualize colors in my brain? Yeah. Uh, yellow, maybe, because he's wearing yellow and he has that personality. He's got that positive look. What's most important in life? Being cute, friends, having a good time, helping others, kisses, sex, strength, talent, or justice? Uh, for the context of this episode, I'm going to say having a good time. Pick a superpower, hypnotic charm, impervious to pain, turning invisible. I don't need any powers. I can handle myself. Poison kisses, see the future, super strength, telekinesis, or transform into any shape. I think it would be churning into any shape just because that would just be so fun for him. Movie night, pick a genre, action, biography, something classic, documentary, fantasy, musical, Pixar, sci-fi, or porn. (laughs) Movie night. (laughs) Fantasy... Fantasy musical or Pixar? I think Pixar because he seems like a very Pixar kind of dude. He is a little Pixar boy. What's Aang's drug of choice? Life, love, or pizza? Life. Life, yeah. What's Aang's ideal vacation? Seaside resort, Paris, Miami with three exclamation points, road trip with one exclamation point, Coachella, the moon. Ski resort, summer camp, or Disney World? Road trip. Yeah, that's what they're doing. What really turns Aang on? Ooh. Hot bod, nice clothes, soulful eyes, luscious hair, long legs, pouty lips, nice smile, sexy voice, or nice laugh? Uh, soulful eyes. What would Aang rather be doing? Going for a run, shopping online, 
working out, hanging out at the arcade, eating candy in bed, hiking outside, karaoke, playing laser tag, or playing risk with friends. I would say karaoke. Yeah, karaoke. Do we ever see Aang sing? Oh my god. You're what? not going to fucking believe this. What? Uh, <clears throat> Aang's Nintendo character. What is Aang's Nintendo character? <laughs> I guess. It's the long Tetris block. It's the eye-shaped Tetris block. It's the character that I suggested that they put in Smash Brothers. L-shaped Tetris block. Or capital I-shaped. You got the capital I and or L, lowercase L-shaped Tetris block. You're a loyal friend and you're always ready to lend a helping hand. People can really count on you in a pinch. Everyone is thrilled when you show up to a party because it's not a real party until you arrive. I, I don't know if I would say that about this block, but I definitely would say I mean, that about Aang. Do you have, would you have the same emotional reaction to <laughs> Aang walking into a room as you would when you see that uh, eye-shaped block? Uh, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting some questions in my phone notes that I wrote a few hours ago. <laughs> These are some questions that I pulled off of. I actually wrote down the name of the website this time, avatarspirit.net, an old-ass avatar forum. Okay. Uh, and a little help from the Wayback Machine. This is the part where we change the gain on Summer's microphone. <laughs> Thank you. First question comes from Mistress Katara. Mistress Katara asks, How adorable is it that Zach Tyler Eisen wants to be a sportscaster when he grows up? Who is Zach Tyler Aston? <laughs> Zach Tyler Eisen, the boy who voices Aang. God, that would be good. <laughs> um, so when I read this question, I was like really curious and I went just to see like, I mean, it's been a while. What's he up to now? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Can't find shit about this kid. His Wikipedia page is like half a paragraph long. He the did guy, this. He did this and nothing else. He's the voice of Aang and then he just... Yeah, it's really sad. I also found on his Wikipedia page, it said that he did most of his recordings via satellite. He was in a he was in outer space. <laughs> I guess this implies that he just did most of the recording, like just like was, without everyone else. It's, it said that he was like in his home in Connecticut or something like that. And he just did his recordings via satellite. That sounds kind of sad now. Yeah, it's really, really sad. Uh, also, he was born in 1993. So he's my age. Oh, wow. Um, actually, he's not my age because his birthday, September 25th. That's coming right up. Oh. Happy birthday, Zach. Happy birthday, Zach. I was checking his IMDb. It seems that he do, he did uh, produce a couple of episodes of a TV show, like uh, the TV show Truth or Dare in 2015. Okay. He's done a, a few things here and there, but nothing really notable, nothing really on his Wikipedia page. And I did also find his what I believe to be his uh, Twitter account. <laughs> and I'm so sorry, Zach. I know it's your birthday, but I just would love to share a few <laughs> choice tweets. Right at the top of his Twitter feed. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> what? This second tweet, uh, chronologically going backwards, Is of that, course. Wait, when was that? 2012. I hope you're okay, Zach. <laughs> December 19th, 2012, by Twitter, period. December 
19th, 2012. Shit! Damn, Aang. December 19th, 2012. Why the hell did I even create this account? December 19th, 2012. No good, Twitter. Are you okay? <laughs> December 19th, Aang. 2012. Shit! <laughs> I'm out of here. I can't believe I literally just turned your gain up and now you're just like <laughs> screaming. December 19th, 2012. One word. Guitar. <laughs> December 19th, 2012. Playing my guitar. <laughs> July 28th, 2012. Ass. <laughs> July 28th, 2012. Just a link to his Wikipedia page. Okay. Real or fake, guitar, football, and acting, 18 years old. Haha, try to search my name and you'll see how old I am now. LOL, people think I'm fake. Haha, what a joke. It's occurring to me now that this is probably a fake account. (laughs) (laughs) But it did come up when I searched his name on Google. So it was the first result. Unfortunately. (laughs) So how adorable is it? Very adorable. Young little happy boy announcer talking about these sort of running men throwing these balls. Escape the Patriots scored the point against the the Kobe Bryant of the (laughs) football sports. Um, Definitely be walking into that sports bar. I would love to hear. For the first time in your goddamn life. Next question comes from Fire Lord Sonny, a band user. Band? Oh, (laughs) I thought you meant like, like marching band. No, uh, banned from the forums. They have been banned from the forums. If the war had so many adults, then why must so many kids fight too? Damn, forums trying to silence the truth. That, that is a, a fair point. And it's kind of realistic to the world where all the older people are just kind of in the back and actually making the important things. And the... Younger people are just all at the front lines. This next question comes from the master. All one word. Ooh. The master asks, you seem to have something against guys. Care to elaborate? Um, no. This next and last question comes from me to you. What are your cabbages? Very thick socks and a white watch and some pajama pants that are rolled up. Past my knees, a light gray t-shirt rolled up past my knees, a little space astronaut on it holding a guitar, glasses, and headphones. My cabbages are striped turtleneck, sweatpants, a hair tie with a little heart on it, and that's it. Anything you want to say about this episode before we wrap up? Oh, yeah. The music in the show is very good. It's good especially for a television show. Yeah, this was a good episode. I like this one. Uh, I don't even remember what we have next, but I'm excited to find out. Um, Let's plug some stuff. Okay. If you were looking for me online, you could find me on Twitter at Stellar Ghost, on Tumblr at Interstellar Princess. Um, You can also find my art blog uh, at Summer Art on Tumblr or just summergeist.art. And hell, just go support me on Patreon while you're at it. I have a lot of fun exclusive stuff there for $1 and up, $5, $10 patrons. That's just patreon.com slash summergeist. I'm still not not sure about Mastodon yet, but if you're on there, I'm just some at mastodon.social. And um, again, 
you can just probably see all of this if you just find my Twitter for now, Stellar Ghost. You can find me on uh, Tumblr at OwlDude. You can also find me on Twitter at OwlDude, also the same thing. I'm also, for those listening into the future where Mastodon might be relevant, you can also find me at uh, Geist at Mastodon.social. If the dot .social thing is still relevant, I still don't know what the different ats are. It's very confusing to me at the moment, but I'm still trying to learn what everything means. All right, Grandpa. I'm getting very old. <laughs> I am also a musician. You can find me and my music at noahdoesmusic.tumblr.com as well as uh, Noah Geist, G-E-I-S-T, dot bandcamp.com where you can find the theme song to the podcast called Cabbage and you can download it if you want. And then of course we want to also plug Noise Space before we go, noisespace.xyz. All of our fun Noise Space podcasts can be found there. Um, and go ahead and just subscribe to anything that you see that tickles your fancy there. Lots of fun shows for all kinds of interests. Um, God, I love our friends, don't you? Love them. Uh, what kinds of fun things can we do with cabbages? We've talked about the things you can do with cabbages, but why? Cabbages. Cabbages have layers. Are the windows. How are they windows at all? To it doesn't the even lettuce, make sense. To his house. Whose? And everything is cabbage to him and himself is the story of... Because he ain't got nobody uh, to cabbage. <clears throat> cabbage. We gotta, we gotta do a bit. We gotta do something. Uh, we gotta we gotta do it strong when all is said and done you'll believe cabbage is a cabbage cabbage when i cabbage cabbage oh what's a cabbage when i cabbage <laughs> and cabbage when i cabbage 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 and you'll believe cabbage you cabbage 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 and all cabbage, 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 cabbage. Who's that cabbage, 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 cabbage? Cabbages on my legs and <laughs> death cabbages for cutie. Mm. Can I call a cabbage? This is an unsustainable cabbage. Genetically modified cabbages. <clears throat> there is so much Cab bopping in. Okay. Stand on your knees if you have to. We might be able to just piece together what we have. Okay. We used up all of our funny fuel at the beginning before we even started. Are you sure? Yes. Check this out. Benedict Cabbage Patch. <laughs> Put that on a T-Fury t-shirt. Put that on a popsicle stick. <laughs> one side of the popsicle stick says Benedict and the other one says Cabbage Patch. <laughs> Cough time. Wait. I'm just going to do a cough. Okay. So that we can use it. <coughs> Wait. <coughs> you got to you got to do it like off like over here. <coughs> <coughs> You've been coughing a lot. This should be good. Yeah. <coughs> okay. Okay, perfect. <coughs>